Hi, I'm Resham Arden and this is the Now I Know podcast which covers wellbeing topics to inspire and educate our audience. Today's episode is called Now I Know About Holistic Health, a powerful paradigm for natural healing with Sook Pada from BodySync. Sook is a dedicated healer. His ethos is to naturally improve the quality of life for his clients, one which promotes wellness in mind, body and spirit by bringing balance to all four factors which influences a person's state of health, physical, emotional, energetical and spiritual. Sook, welcome. Hi, Vesham. Great to be here. Thank you for being here. I'm really glad you're here because we've been talking for months about arranging (laughs) this day and getting you in. We have. Um, So a a mutual friend of ours introduced us, Bob. So really grateful for Bob if you're listening. Thank you for connecting. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Um, But the reason why I really, one thing Bob said was when he knew I was doing this wellbeing podcast, he Mm -hmm. was like, Rush, what you're doing is amazing and you have to meet Sook and see what he does for a living. Um, And so I'd like you to give the audience a bit more of an introduction to Sook and how you got into this field. Sure. Um, So, yep. So my name is Sook. So I'm the owner and the principal practitioner of BodySync. It's a clinic I set up coming up to 20 years now, be 20 years next April. Um, Now, you know, I'd holistic health wasn't something that I was personally really into when I was younger. It's also not anything I was ever looking to get into. It's just fate brought me here. Um, I studied and graduated in Bali, so my sort of interest in sort of human body was there from the start, but then fate took me elsewhere. So uh, for a number of years, I worked in the corporate world um, in banking. But like a lot of people, um, you know, I always suffered from sort of back pain. I used to do a lot of sports when I was younger. And then like a lot of people, you know, didn't really do anything about it, just took the odd painkiller, anti-inflammatory, a little bit of physio here and there. But but nothing really drastic. And what I didn't realise at the time, that these imbalances were building up in my body until it got to a point, um, this is going back, ooh, about 2000, 2001, where I, I had a niggling pain in my back. And it literally just became so severe. By the time I got home from work, I couldn't walk, I couldn't stand. It was just... And loads of people have asked me, how was it? And I was, it's almost like being stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. Then every movement is a twisting of the knife. It's just undescribable. And I was literally semi-paralyzed. Um, you know, I couldn't really function. Um, you know, I couldn't walk, couldn't feed myself or anything. I just, I was just newly married as well, three months into my marriage. And it was, it was horrible. I, I mean, I tried everything, um, anti-inflammatories, painkillers, osteopathy, chiro, physio, steroid injections, spinal traction, you name it, I tried it. And, you know, some of them worked for a short period of time, but then the pain came back. And what a lot of people probably will relate to when you're suffering from chronic pain is there's an emotional link. And, you know, I really did fall into a depression as well, and I just couldn't see any way out of this. So then a, a, a cousin of mine, she was actually seeing a holistic healer um, in London, and she, she said, look, you've tried it, why don't you try and see him? And I was being really sceptical of holistic medicine. I think, mm, okay, because I'm from a science background, so it doesn't really make sense. How does it work? And then my wife was saying, look, you've tried everything else. Why don't we just give it a go? Yeah. So I remember being taken in there, carried in there, lying on the couch and Billy was his name and he started working on my legs and my feet and I was, you know, I used some, um, shall we say, some coarse language and said, you know, what are you doing? My pain's in my back. And then he explained to me the concept of how the body's all linked, how one system is linked. And at that time I didn't really think much of it. But, you know, I kept going to him for eight weeks and you know what, he got me better. And I was like, wow, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It lifted my spirit, my emotion and everything. And then I said, look, I've got to learn this. 
but I wanted to learn it to treat, be able to treat myself because the first thing about this therapy is preservation of the self because you're no good to anyone if you're not good yourself. So I learned it and also to help my dad who had a history of back issues in my family. Mm -hmm. So I learned it, qualified in 2004, no intention of setting up a clinic or anything like that. But then, you know, I just started helping, a, um, treating a couple of my dad's friends who worked in the airport. Then sort of word got out. Then for a number of years, and, and I've really started enjoying it because my, my journey of learning it really opened my eyes. Because when I was learning biology, it's a very structured, regimental way of learning. And you're looking at the body in, the, in parts. But with holistic health, when I was actually learning it, it was like how it all connected together. And it made so much sense. It, it's just a completely different world. It really opened up my eyes to a lot. So for a number of years, I was, yeah, doing both together because um, I really, you know, enjoyed, um, you know, being able to help people and, you know, the results we were getting, it was really, really good. So, and then, yeah, and almost 20 years later, here we are. Wow. <laughs> what a journey. Yeah. And I've actually noticed something really common with people that go into this sort of well-being world. They've all been through something. Yeah, yeah. It? I mean, it's like one last thing, you know, I didn't wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to be a holistic healer. No. I went from my own pain, my own journey, but that's powerful in its in its own right because when people come in, they're lying on that couch. I get it because I've been there. Yeah. I understand the pain, the frustration, the apprehension because a lot of people I get coming to me come to me after they've been to a lot of other places and they've heard either heard about me or word of mouth or something like that. So I get it. And I think that connection makes it that much more powerful as well. Absolutely. And I think I think something with holistic health, which I've realised is, is that it's really bespoke to every individual, isn't it? So how does it the therapy work? So if someone came to you, how would you start? Sure. Um, we have a very detailed intake form, uh, as you've been through the process yourself. Yeah. So, you know, we, 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 we assess the body. We assess it from a postural a basis uh, you, we can tell where the hip is out the shoulders out etc etc um, we can use pulse diagnosis which are Chinese techniques um, which tells us you know how the internal system of the body is working we use tongue diagnosis that tells us because the tongue in Chinese medicine divided into a series of organs so for very simply if it's really hot and it's uh, sorry, really red and it's cracked. It shows a lot of heat inflammation in the body. So that helps us to direct how we do the acupuncture. We look at the, the tone of the skin, the colour of the skin, the temperature of the skin, because these are all indicators of the body telling us what's really sort of going on as well. And, you know, and, and communication, I think, is really, really key. And I think the, the biggest thing is to make, um, I call them health partners, whoever comes to us, health partners feel really comfortable and open, especially when you're dealing with emotion type of issues, because they've got to feel that comfort. And yeah. sometimes, you know, on the first session, people are not that open, which is absolutely fine, because subsequently what we're doing is the first one is really my connection with you. Yeah. Second time when you come in and the body will say, okay, yeah, I remember you, you help. I'm going to let you in a little bit more. Yeah. And that's not normally the individual blocking me consciously. It's more the subconscious mind. So it's, it's developing that rapport um, with, with our health partners as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So obviously I came to you yep. for an, to, to experience this world of what, this amazing stuff you do. So can you explain to the audience what you did with me? Because sure. I couldn't even explain it when I left. I was just like, wow, I've had this amazing experience. What was it we sure. did? So the way that really the therapy works is our Japanese therapy works is, is we're looking to balance the individual so yeah we, we our intake form a lot of people say so i've got a back pain you know i've got diabetes i suffer from headaches etc can you help with those we can because we don't really look at a condition or a symptom and that's really is the basis of what holistic therapy is we look at the individual so in your case we looked at you yeah. so we're going to balance you on an emotional level an internal level and on a physical level because everything in the body is connected one system does not work without the other. So one system is injured, it will injure other systems over time. 
And when we do the healing, we're healing one system, it will heal the others. So obviously with yourself, we went through the history. I assessed where the imbalances were based on the tongue diagnosis, the posture analysis, etc. And then we use a combination of treatments to bring about that balance. We use acupuncture. So we use different forms of acupuncture. We can use scalp, auricular acupuncture, abdominal. And we use another concept called distal mirror imaging acupuncture. And what that means is if someone came to me and said, I'll suck my left elbow's hurting, I will use their right knee mm. to acupuncture acupuncture because the more distal the greater the effect and the arm and the leg mirror images which is why you know you can map the body on um, onto parts of the body like the thumb the ears etc obviously then we do all of the organ realignment because that's really really important from a structural perspective so if your liver is just slightly out structurally it will pull on the right side in your rib cage which will pull down onto your neck from a structural perspective but in chinese medicine and japanese medicine also each organ is linked to an emotion yeah. so stress anger frustration is liver the rhomboids these are the muscles um in between our shoulder blades eyes that's all liver connection so we look that's why we look at all of the organ realignment and then we'll systematically go through the body realign all of the hips the feet wherever where we find tightness the body normally guides us where it needs the healing and then we obviously we do the cranial so resetting all of the cranial system and that is where we get a lot of the emotional release coming from people as well um and then you know really we are using that body as as that guide and that that's my connection and as you felt all the movements yeah are the body's own movements and that's the hardest concept people sort of understand i sort of touch i connect and i feel because everything in the body is organic and everything has its own range of movement we follow that movement we slightly take it into tension the body will counteract what i'm doing as it does we get a natural release so nothing's overexerted we always work in tandem with your body yeah i'll be really honest when i first was going to come to you i checked out your instagram page and i saw this organ realignment and i was like oh my god how painful is that but it was actually really like like zen it was really calm it was yeah. slow like it didn't hurt it was really like a nice massage yeah you know yeah, and, and that's really what it is. We're feeling that gentle movement of the body. And it doesn't, I mean, some of the bigger muscles, you know, the body does take us in deeper. You, sometimes you will feel something because especially where the muscle is tight. So we're releasing it. So there could be a little bit of pain there, pain associated with it. But we're releasing it, we're relaxing it. And, you know, we always work in, for my health partner's tolerance level. I always yeah. say, look, if it gets a bit too much, because mm. the body's taking, just let me know and we'll ease off. So we always work within what's comfortable yeah. for, you, for you. Definitely. It was amazing. Yeah. To the audience, I definitely, Garrett, <laughs> please check out Sook's Instagram page and see the stuff he does. It's, it's a, you know, when I, and even when I posted afterwards, my friend said to me, oh, I really want to go and see Sook. How mm -hmm. was it for you? Mm -hmm. And I said, look, what I probably experienced and what you will are very different. So yeah. you'd have to go yourself, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's so bespoke what you do. It's true. I mean, even if you see the videos you'll see a lot of what we do is very similar in terms of what we see but the depth the movement the 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 emotional release the physical release that you get is different for each person and not just for each person it's different each time you come for a treatment because one of the things about holistic medicine is look, if you've got an acute injury yet yeah, we can go in and you feel the relief and get it but a lot of it is these are imbalances which are built up over time internally emotionally and physically so the effects of holistic medicine are cumulative so they build on each session builds on the other one and that and i think that's the biggest thing because i know as a society we're really used to you know, if i have a headache you know i'll take a painkiller but what's that doing? You're suppressing the pain, but you're not actually treating what's causing it. Yeah. Where holistic medicine looks at really the root cause, and that's what we're looking to heal. Absolutely. Um, so what are the main issues that you see coming to the clinic? So 
Like I said, we, we treat with a variety of conditions. We, we help with, obviously, musculoskeletal, so your back pain, neck pain, shoulder pains, sports injuries, a lot of internal issues, um, IBS, um, digestive issues, constipation, eczema skin condition, because, you know, it is an internal condition which manifests itself on the skin. Um, with the season win now, hay fever, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's another big one, sinus, sinus congestion, etc. But also now what we're seeing really a lot of, and, and also quite a lot, because I think people are opening up also really a lot post the pandemic, is emotional well-being. Because a lot of these conditions, especially when you have a chronic physical condition, and you know, you've had the scans, there is no tear, there is, there is nothing physically why that joint should be you know, in pain, etc., is associated to an emotion. And our emotions don't just lock themselves in our mind or in our head. They lock themselves in our body, in our tissues, in our joints. Um, so we, we are finding a lot of them. And in, you know, people who follow me, we see quite a recent few of our posts have been around that emotional healing and that emotional release, anxiety, panic attacks, those type of things. And we're seeing it in younger people. And one good thing is that younger people are now becoming more open to it. And they, and they are realizing, you know, they, hey, this isn't right, and I want to I want to seek help, yeah. and that is really good. And I think social media has done a really good uh, point in in you know alerting people to that. So yeah, we are seeing a lot of that. Definitely, I think it's great to see the younger generation more open to it. Definitely, because definitely. they are the future, and if they can be more open minded than what we were when we were their age, I think I think it's brilliant. Definitely, because um, you have uh, is it you you've got children that do this? Yeah, with I've you? got two teenage boys. So my two boys have lived and grown up with this because when my eldest Ajahn was born is the year I qualified. Oh, wow. So 2004. So they, you know, even when, you know, even my um, my wife Raj was pregnant, she was making her have the herbal tea and stuff. So they were getting that healing but even before they were born. Oh, and wow. they, you know, I mean, even, even yesterday, you know, my son was playing football, injured himself. So that was it. I was there helping him. So, and they're really open to it. And I think that's really good. And, they, and they've developed that strong mindset. So when I actually treat children, and when parents ask for treatment for children, I think that's amazing because children are so receptive to this medicine. But you're also, you know, putting a really good mindset in them and they're becoming more open to it and they're becoming more exposed to it. And you're right, as they grow up, that's a generational thing. So when they have children, obviously, they'll pass that on as well. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really important concept. And you're building a really strong foundation for them as well. Absolutely. definitely. So... So there's no, you just mentioned you've got kids and else. there's no age restriction for this No, therapy. no, because the medicine or the treatment of therapy, we, it, it's, it's tailored to the individual in terms of movement, etc. You know, the youngest I've treated has been what, four days. The eldest person I've treated is 98. Obviously, with children under 16, we, you know, we don't use acupuncture and stuff, but we use other treatments. Um, you know, craniosacral therapy is really powerful in babies. Even with babies, when we treat them, even when the birth has been normal, there's nothing. But you can imagine the baby's been in the, in the womb for nine months. So it's that general sort of release of the body helps with a lot of things like colic, digestive issues, um, you know, restlessness and things like that. Mm. So it is very adaptable to any age group. And you, you mentioned emotions and when the baby's in mummy's tummy, yes. you know, they're... they're sort of feeding on our emotions as yes, well, they, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's the, the generational emotion, you know, yeah. from mother to child. And, you know, there's a, there's a whole load of thought that, you know, people may or may not believe in this, but, you know, um, past life, you know, emotions. And even when, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of parents, even when they, they've um, experienced a very difficult birth, it's not just the parents who've had that emotional um, sort of issue with the birth it's, it's the child as well obviously with the baby they cannot express it yeah. but it will impact the body we are energy at the end of the day so we will absorb energy as well yeah and I think especially because you're 
teaching them so young, it's just going to be so normal as they get older, yes, isn't it? Yes. And I think that's so And that's brilliant. the beauty of it. I mean, I had uh, one of my health parties the other day. Um, I treated her, I think it's an eight-year-old son. And she messaged him, she goes, so he really enjoyed it. He wants to come again. Can we book? And that is really, like, when a child says it, that yes. they really felt the benefit and they themselves want to come. So they're not being dragged in. Yeah. They themselves want to, And I think that's really powerful yeah. for the next generation. And they're so innocent at that age. Yes, if they, if yes, they want to yeah. come, they will say they yeah. want to come. And if they don't, they won't, isn't they it? They won't, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So... <laughs> um, what are the other services that you offer? So we obviously do our the Japanese, the body balance treatment. And as I said, you know, we always treat um, from an emotional, physical, internal perspective. And that deals with a lot of issues. We have recently, <coughs> excuse me, also uh, put together our somato emotional release therapy. Now, the reason we've seen that is it's really the response of the emotional issues and traumas we were seeing in clinic. So it really warranted a separate sort of treatment, but still with the same ethos. We still do the acupuncture, we still do the body balance afterwards, but it's more geared around the emotional release. And, and you know, I trained with the Upledger Institute and um, Dr. Upledger was the founder of cranial sacral therapy. So, you know, even when I went for my own training, I thought, I remember the lady I, I was practicing on, you know, she had a real emotional release. And I said to her, oh, look, I'm really going to apologize to you in advance because my session is going to be really boring. I haven't got anything. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. And then even when I went and it was just like, wow, you know, I had an emotional release and stuff which was 25, 30 years old because sometimes we're not aware of these emotions because they become hidden, especially the longer we leave it. Yeah. So that, that, that is one of the, 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 the main ones we, 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 we've launched. We also have an LED light therapy. So this works on brain, what we call brain empowerment. So we have different frequencies and different sequences of light, which triggers different parts of the brain. So different healing. So this is light with insomnia, um, depression and those type of things. And now we're going to be looking to combine that with our emotional release. Because I think that'll be a very powerful combination wow. as well on that. Um, the other ones, obviously, we do aesthetics. So we do the facials, we do the hair, but our they're all holistic. So we use what's known as PRF, which is platelet-rich fibrin. So this is the next generation of PRP-type therapies, the blood-based therapies. So everything's natural, everything's based on your blood. We take your blood, we extract the platelets and the fibrin, and we put that, introduce that back into the skin and hair for rejuvenation. Again, it's all sort of natural. So those are the key sort of therapies that we do. And then obviously we look at all nutritional therapy, detox protocols, et cetera, as well. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot, lot in there. But again, it's always geared to the balance of the internal, the physical and the emotional. That's what all of these things. So is this just be. only you that provides it? Or have you got a team around you that also no, do No, unfortunately, that at the moment it's me because it's <laughs> such a... Because it's such a combination of treatments. It's not one treatment on its own. Yeah. Um, but one of my goals and my ambitions going forward and looking at the next five-year sort of plan is I'm looking at putting together a teaching academy. So I'm at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing a teaching course myself. And then, you know, what I want to do is to be able to pass on this knowledge, this teaching to the next generation of healers. Yeah. And obviously, you know, and rightly so, we have to go through a lot of, um, steps in order to be able to do that, in order, order to be able to um, offer an accredited course. So that that's definitely in the pipeline. But in the meantime, you know, I always get asked a lot, what can I do to help myself? So on the basis of that, we are going to hopefully early next year launch our self-wellness workshop. So it'll be a one-day workshop open to anyone. And we're actually going to teach you how you can balance yourself internally emotionally as well as physically so steps a lot of steps i do daily as well and you know to give you the tools to help help oh, yourselves as well 
I think you're doing a lot of wellness sort of workshops. Mm. And I know we spoke offline about this as well. And you've been to sort of like men, men retreats for just uh, retreats just for men. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've heard about them. I'm going to my first one um, on the 1st of July um, based up in, in Wolverhampton. And um, I'm excited to be able to um, work um, work with the team there, and you know to experience it myself. We're going to be. I'm a real advocate of ice baths, ice cold therapy. I, you know, since I discovered Wim Hof, it, it, you know, the benefits I see are amazing. So, so I'm really excited to. And we are going to be going with Bob and another friend yeah. of ours. And I think it's important. Um, and you know, look, there's lots of retreats for women, etc., which is really important, and I think that's good. There's one for men now, which I think is good as well. Yes. And the other one, I think, hopefully, I'd like to see one of the one of the things I would say to the team is a family one That'd be as well. Amazing. You know, Erin, um, um, really good friend of mine. You know, she she recently done a family workshop, which I was a part of, and it was just amazing to see parents and children together. And I think we need more of that as well in terms of the healing, because I think that would be really powerful as well. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. It should be good. Yeah. Uh, let me know when they all are. I'll definitely <laughs> attend. Definitely, I'd love to be there. Definitely. Um, so I know you mentioned your plans for the future in the teaching academy so when when is that in the pipeline is that just wait, you're waiting for your teaching course yes to yeah i mean the teaching academy will take time um you know two to three years but the, the self-wellness workshop we're hoping to be in a position to be able to launch that mm. by about march next year is yeah. what, what i'm aiming for i think what i love is you know you went through a journey of you know trying to find healing for yourself you're now healing others <laughs> And then it, the next thing is scaling what you know. It's like a gift, isn't it? You yeah. can give someone, teach them what yeah. you know. And, then, and, you know, hopefully the next generation are interested. You know, both of my sons, hopefully, will be. Um, you know, they're both doing sort of sports science orientated um, degrees. I didn't tell them to go down that route. Is they completely their own choice, but they're interested in it. So that makes it really worthwhile. And a lot of people have approached me. A lot of other therapists approached me. You know, I would love to learn this. So I think it's it's... It's a beautiful gift to be able to to pass mm. on to the next generation. So you mentioned your son um, had an injury and then you were treating your son. Yes. Um, so do you get a lot of people with sports injuries coming yes, to you? Yes, we do. We do. Um, uh, boxers, footballers, martial artists. Uh, we get we see a lot of them. We've treated the likes of Jamal Lewis, who plays for Newcastle um, United. So you know, uh, when my son was playing for Sandgate uh, Football Club, you, you know, we should do a lot of treatments for that. So yeah, sports injuries a lot of as well. And even people just going to the gym and injuring themselves yeah. as well. We, we do get a lot of that as well. Because a lot of the things, we to say to people, you've got to warm up and stretch before you do any form of exercise as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. It's, it's some of it also, when we when we have health partners coming in, it's education as well. It's educating them on certain aspects as well. Yeah. But it works both ways because... I learn from my health partners as well. They tell me about certain stuff. Okay, I didn't know about that remedy. That sounds really good. So it's always a two-way thing. And that's how we work. It's a health partnership. I'm there on your healing journey with you, but I can't do everything. So you've got to take um, some sort of responsibility for your own health, but I'm there on that journey with you. And that's why I always say to people who come to see me, we call them as health partners. We don't call them clients or patients or anything like that from that perspective. And I think that makes the healing more powerful. That's really nice. That that relationship and the connection is very different when you think really of it good, like yeah. that. And, <coughs> and I, I noticed as well on your Instagram page, there's lots of well-known people mm. uh, that come to you. But one thing they all say is, 
my friend recommended me to Sook. You know, so like, it's not like, I think that's more powerful when it's just a recommendation through someone that you're close to. It is. And I would say, look, 80, 85% of people we get coming in are from referrals, which is the most powerful. The reason I've been on Instagram the last few years is down to my sons. Um, They basically say, Dad, look, look, you're a bit of a dinosaur. You (laughs) get into social media. Um, And then, you know, they just feel me doing the treatment, put it on, the response was phenomenal. And they really helped me build it up as well. But, and social media is, is amazing as well for awareness because I get a lot of people, especially when we do children's um, treatments, that they're not aware that there were treatments available for children. So in that way, it, you know, it's powerful in terms of raising awareness. I think. Yeah, really definitely. Well, your sons have done a great job. They have. <laughs> really, really amazing. Because I think especially because, you know, not everyone is understands holistic medicine yes. or holistic yes. health. So to have those videos gives them a bit more of an understanding before <laughs> they go there. And some people are more visual. They need to see what's happening. Um, it's like when I say when we were speaking, Risham, and I was talking about the medicine, I could talk about it for hours. But to then to actually experience it and feel it for yourself is completely different. Yes. Yeah. And I think some people, yeah, we can talk about it and they see it, they, they can they sort of get it. And some people are more visual. So I think if you give them both, it makes it much more powerful, the awareness. Oh, brilliant. So you're here healing others and supporting others. So who's been supporting you on your well-being journey? Uh, uh, a lot of people. So look, my journey would never have started if it hadn't been the support and for my wife, Raj, who continues to support me. Even, you know, when I was injured, you know, she was the one who was driving me. She was the one who was feeding me, etc. When I went through my lows, my depression, everything, you know, we'd only been married three months. Wow. You know, probably thinking, oh, my God. What's <laughs> so I didn't uh, sign up for this. I know. <laughs> but, you know, she helped me through. Even when I wanted to do the course, you know, we were newly married. It's a big financial commitment at that time. But no, she goes, look, I'm 100% behind you if you want to do this. Uh, you know, go ahead. Even now when I'm going off to courses and I'll go to Costa Rica all over the world to do them, she's always there supportive. So definitely my my number one person there. Then obviously my children as well, you know. They've let me, even when I was learning in the early days, I was sort of experimenting on them and stuff. But they've been there. They, You know, they're, they're really my, my two pillars now. They really help and support me as well. Aww. And a lot of my, my, my family and friends, you know, like Bob, he's been there from the start. You know, he's my school friend. So... Mm. Um, but from there as well, it's loads of people. Obviously, my teachers, my my, my initial teacher Chris Roworth, who I learnt this amazing medicine from. My cousin Narinda, who actually introduced me to the guy who treated me, yes. who then I got into this. So I have to say a special thank you to her, and also to all of the people who come to me for healing, because look, I never take this for granted. Because the biggest thing the biggest trust you can place in someone is your health or the health of a loved one, yeah. and I never take that for granted. So. To me, that that you know, that's a real big heartfelt thanks for for the trust that they input me in input in me to to sort of yeah. heal them as well. So yeah, wow, quite a lot of people to name. A lot of people, it's, that's they, great. They and uh, but obviously, I know you you now do this full time. Before you were in a different career. Yes, I was in banking, completely different. Um, so for a number of years, I was doing both together. Anyone who's been in the banking environment, especially around investment banking, knows how you know such a oh. How can I put it? Uh, such a fast-paced, like intense environment. So I managed to come home, managed to treat clients. That was sort of my release from that environment, my 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 sort of um, well-being for myself, if you, if you want to yeah. say. But then it got to a point where I just wasn't enjoying that corporate world anymore, and I was being drawn more and more to this holistic person. And look, we all have financial commitments when we're younger. You know, I had a young family at that time, so you know, my corporate world and what I got from it really helped me from that perspective but I learned a lot from there as well how to communicate with people I still get a lot of MDs and you know people from the city who come in who then get it because 
I was there once as well. So, yeah. so I also understand the issues that they're facing because mm. I've seen them in that environment. But now, yeah, for the past few years, it's been full time now and I'm really Aww. blessed that I'm able to do something I really enjoy. So what, what, at what point do you make the switch of like, actually, this is now going to be my full time and you're going to leave that banking career behind? Um, well, the clinic was really, really building up and and I, I don't like letting people down. So it was like, I have to now make that choice. And I think I was at that point where I was able to make that transition from the perspective of having a good, full functioning clinic. Mm. I mean, I had them before, but I would be very selective because obviously I had a day job. But then I got to the point where, yeah, okay, I need to now do this. And I was financially in a better place. My children were now grown up. You know, yeah. they're both... Uh, my oldest at uni, my youngest will be going to uni. So there was stability from that perspective as well. And then just w one time, because I normally I meditate. So I always say, <coughs> I always think certain things will happen in certain points in your life for a reason. Yes. And it was just like, I just asked, is this the right time for me to do it? And the answer came back, a resounding yes, do it. So that was it. So I, I did it. <laughs> wow. And I, well, I'm glad you did this as well. So <laughs> you say you've got your practice. So where are your clinics based? So main ones in Slough. Um, we're based in Langley. Um, we also have clinics in um, Harley Street and Marlebone as well and Watford as well. So those are the three. But my main my main hub is in Slough in Langley. So that's the main one yeah. full time. Yeah. Many there. Mainly oh, there, brilliant. Yeah. So at least for people that it's a bit hard yeah, to come at this when they can go to Holly. Yeah. And, you know, we get people look, we get people coming from up north, you know, so we, we do offer weekend appointments as well. We get people coming from all aspects of London. So Harley Street is really central for them. We have people from North London for to the Watford one. So we try and cater where we can to individuals as well. Oh, brilliant. And I know you mentioned teaching and, and spreading the word. And that's why I'm really glad to have you on the podcast because it can reach so many more people. And we can scale everything yeah. you've just said to more and more people around the globe. Definitely. Um, so I really, really appreciate you coming to this um, session, episode with me. So, so can we have a closing question? Mm -hmm. um, so this episode is called Now I Know About Holistic Health. So what are the common themes your clients say that they wish they knew about holistic healing? I would say the most common ones are probably also what I learned about holistic healing. Um, the first one is the interconnectedness of the body. So we view the mind, the body, the internal, all as one system. No system, like I said before, no system gets injured on its own, no system heals on its own. It's a combination, so it's not symptom-based. So a lot of people, that is a big thing to, to grasp. It's like, oh, okay, so if I've got like a tight liver, for example, um, that's probably why my eyes could be red as well, because there's that association, because I'm really stressed. So we try and teach that emotion. So, And I try and teach my health partners to meditate, to do some of the releases themselves, because then they are releasing from that universal perspective. And I think the other part is empowerment, self-empowerment, because now you're recognising, oh, wait, yeah, there is something up with me. I, I need to do something for myself. And it's really to take more responsibility of our own health. And I think that's really important when it comes to emotional um, type issues because the two biggest things I always say is first recognising there's an emotional issue and then second, taking the step to do something about it. And, that, and, that, and, and people who come to me for treatment have already done those two. And I said, look, you've already done the hardest part. Yeah. So it's really understanding that themselves and that self-empowerment. And the other thing is when... When people learn about holistic medicine and they see the benefits, they just want to learn more and more yeah. about it and, and then create that awareness because <coughs> holistic medicine has been out there for a long time. But, you know, like I used to, I used to always think, mm, I don't know, does it really sort of work? But now more and more people experiencing it for themselves, they're seeing the benefit. And look, when we work, 
I work also with Western medicine. It's not just like holistic medicine, is that is it. You know, we're members of the Complementary Natural Healthcare Council. So we're overseen by the Professional Standards Authority on the same level as the General Medical Council. And that is why we get referrals from doctors now right. as well, especially with the NHS and, you know, the crisis we have at the moment. Mm. So I, I, I never say, look, holistic medicine is the one. You know, I always give the example, look, if, if, you, if you're involved in a road accident and you've broken your leg, you probably need to go and see an orthopedic surgeon, but we can help. Post yes. that. So what it is, is always what's best for that person who's lying there. Yeah. If it's not something I can do, I always refer them on. I think that's a really important concept to, to understand as well. Yeah. So we always work in tandem with other therapies as well. You know, you understand Reiki, right? So people do a lot of Reiki pure healing. I mean, our treatment does that as well. But if, it, if they want something just bespoke... I will refer them to Reiki yeah. um, masters, etc. So we always work from that. But even and then the other thing with, with people is they're learning about different types of holistic therapies. Yeah. So and and then you know it's it's what fits them and what they feel comfortable mm. with. So do you find that when they sort of come after you from their first session, they're a bit more open minded to more? Yes, yeah. And more times. The funniest thing I always see is when couples come in. Um, it's normally nine times out of ten, it's it's the lady who wants the treatment, and then the guy will just sit there. Oh, I've just brought her in yeah i'm not really into this the two three sessions in they've seen obviously um the, their partner uh, reaping the benefits and then they say so nothing really wrong with me could you just just give me a, an mot obviously <laughs> you're gonna find something but that's fine mm. now they understand it so that's another person who now understands holistic therapy and is more open to it as well then they'll spread the word and, th- and that really that's how it really works yeah. and i think that's and that in itself is really good so you see. mentioned like you know the husband comes as the driver <laughs> are you seeing more men opening up yeah to yeah definitely um when i was saying earlier about the emotional health we're seeing more men we're seeing more younger men in the teenage years as well and more indian as well as as well as you know um afro-caribbean and and you know because that's always been the the sort of the suppressed when it comes to talking about emotional well-being yeah. i remember when i was growing up you know in that era and it's not not my dad's fault it's just the way they brought up it was like no man up you know why are you doing this ah, you yes know, what do you mean emotional trauma or anything like that and then you just hid it and you buried it but what you're doing now is creating problems later on in life and even my healing journey when my back was being healed I also had a relation of um, emotion because in, if you look at where the lower back is, is where the kidneys are, kidneys associated to fear, I was always brought up with always being the best. You know, second best is not an option. So it's always that fear that I'm not good enough. And then when my back went and I was newly married, it's the fear of letting my wife down. Yes. Yeah. So when I went on my healing journey, it was not just a physical healing journey, it was an internal and emotional journey. And that's what really yeah. en- enhanced my healing. So a lot. it's that sort of fear of failure, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we all weren't the best for our children. Sometimes we can push them a little bit too much and stuff. But the good thing is now I speak to my dad about it. He understands it more. Even with my own two sons, you know, we've always said to just be open. But if it's not asked, go and speak to a third person, you know. But mm. don't don't hold your emotions in. And, and I think I think the next generation is appreciating them more. And again, you know, social media has really helped with that as well. Definitely. I mean, my last guest, the last episode we did was about, you know, he's a Shrevan's a Reiki master. Mm. And, you know, the message we said was find that third party that yes. you can open up to. Yes. And that's really yes. what you're doing is amazing as well. Yeah. So I think more men might come to another man. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I say to and I say to people, look. If you want me to be that third person, I'm more than happy to be that third person. Yeah. But or find someone, you know, that you can just talk to. And sometimes we all need to let out. I've got mine. So, you know, I go to him, he comes to me. So, you know, we sit there. And, and even like, you know, I'm going with my friends to this men's retreat. 
that's a form of self-expression, just, you know, working through your emotions, you know, and yeah. I think that's really powerful limits. I, I was actually thinking of you and Bob and everyone when I did my last episode, mm. because one of the issues um, some of the men come to Shrevan was, they don't have anyone to open up to. And yeah. I was like, well, I know guys yeah. that open up all yeah. the time. There's yeah. like, there are guys like yourselves yeah, and Bob yeah. out there. Um, and it's finding that those that people. That really is, um, you know, me and Bob, we've known each other over 35 years and our friend Roops as well. So, But we're also comfortable that we can go to each other and we, and we can talk. So that's, that's really brilliant. powerful as well. So we have that sort of support network there. And I think everyone, if you really look, you'll find someone. Definitely. If Absolutely. not, I'm always here. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Speaking of that, how can people connect with you, Sirk? Um, yeah, so we're all on the social media. So at BodySync, um, email info at BodySync.com. Um, website is BodySync.com. So loads of different ways to contact us, you know, DM us, um, go via Linktree and like, and, and I always try and get back as soon as I can. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people just... Um, can they get in contact just for some advice? So we're happy to provide that as well. Absolutely. Thank you. So we will, for the audience listening, we'll put all the links in all the episodes so you can find out how to connect. But Sook, thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate this. It's just opened my mind to so many different Brilliant. understanding of holistic health. But, and thank you to the audience for listening. No, and, and thank you too, Risham, as well, because, you know, what you're doing is an amazing thing as well. You know, with these podcasts, you're raising awareness of different different therapies, you know, different issues that people are facing, you know. And then I think that what you're doing is really powerful itself. And it's a voice for us as well. So well done. Brilliant. Thank up. you. Partnership. Definitely. It's all Thank about you, partnership. everybody. Thanks, Thank Sid. you. Thank you.